Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Inspired Guidance with Tracy Farquhar. That's me, and today I'm going to be giving you a little guidance for the week ahead with a tarot reading. I read the tarot cards intuitively. I've already pulled a few for the week ahead. When I pull the cards, I normally pull four cards. The first three represent past, present, and future. And then the fourth card is what I call an action card. And it sums up what's being offered in the first three and gives you a sense of action that you could take going forward. So when I pull these cards, the intention is just to tune in to whomever may be listening to this podcast with the intention of giving you a little guidance, tuning into the energy of the cosmos, your own energy, and to give you a sense of the best things to focus on, the best ways to empower yourself to create your life going forward. So the first card here in the past position is the Six of Cups. Now the Suit of Cups is related to our heart center, our feelings, our emotions, our intuition. And the Six of Cups is particularly about the past. In fact, in my deck, the word on the card is childhood. And there's a picture of a big, looming, parental-looking figure with a tiny little child in front of it. I feel that it's particularly appropriate for this time since we're in the middle of a Mercury retrograde. And the Mercury retrograde tends to kind of influence our focus on the past. It can even bring some elements of the past into the present time. You may find people from your past showing up. You may find your thoughts wandering backwards into the past. You may feel a little nostalgic. And this card is really all about that. And what it's saying is that when these things come up, they are opportunities to reconcile ourselves to anything from our past which still limits us or keeps us anchored in that past. It, it is actually a form of changing the past when we change our relationship with it. And this card since it's about the past, it's coming up in the past position here, and we're in the middle of a Mercury retrograde, there's a very powerful message that says, make the most of whatever shows up right now about your past, whether it's a long past, your childhood, whether it's former relationships, former situations that still plague you, any sense of regret or guilt about the past. This card is saying it's time to reconcile that, to change the influence that that energy has on you, because the past is done. It doesn't exist anymore. So any energy that you still carry with you about the past is all self-imposed. What we can do to transmute that energy is to consider what these situations, relationships, people taught us? What did we learn from those things? How did those situations or people help us to grow, help us to see ourselves better? 
And how can we expand out of some of the limiting beliefs that may have been imposed upon us at a time when we were just forming our sense of identity and self-awareness? We're adults now, so we can choose to see ourselves differently and to break free from some of those limitations. So that's what's being encouraged here. The next card in the present position is the chariot. And the chariot is a wheeled vehicle. And so it's all about forward motion. So it's really interesting that it comes on the heels of this past card, which is about the past. The chariot is saying when we practice some of that reconciliation with the past, we are better able to move forward. We're better able to see our way clear to creating a future for ourselves, which again is free from those limitations. And so the chariot is urging that forward motion right now in your your present life. There's the time for waiting for the right moment, waiting for the situation to be perfect in order for you to proceed is done. It's now time to start taking the steps toward where you want to be and at least getting some clarity about that. So where do you want to be? How do you you want your life to proceed from here? Taking you from today forward. Again, releasing you from the shackles of the past and saying, what do I see for myself from today? going forward? How can I make the most of where I am, what I have, and what do I need in order to proceed? What kind of attitude do I want to bring into my future? What kind of thoughts and beliefs about myself are going to help me to expand and grow and proceed? So really strong urge here to start to take the steps that you need to take that you may have been putting off or fearing in order to start to feel some forward momentum so that you don't feel stuck anymore. No one else is going to be able to do that for you. So it's really important that you are the driver of the chariot. The future card here is the Four of Swords. Now, in the tarot, the swords tends to be the most challenging of the suits because it represents how we think. And that's usually where we get ourselves into some trouble. So this card coming up in the future indicates a need to set boundaries. So those boundaries come from a clear sense of who we are and what we want. So the progression here from releasing yourself from the past, reconciling yourself to what that past helped you to learn, beginning to see your way clear to move forward with that chariot, and again, making some plans and getting some intentions together and seeing the possibilities for that future without necessarily attaching to one singular goal. And then this Four of Swords coming up as a sense of really setting the boundaries based on what you're feeling. 
starting to say no to the things that don't serve the purpose of your expansion and your learning and your growing. Using discernment to be able to say, this doesn't serve me, so I'm not going to go there. This doesn't feel right, so I'm going to trust that feeling, and I'm going to say no. While this over here does feel right, my gut is telling me that this is in alignment with my highest good, and so I'm going to go with that instead. So the Four of Swords, as it represents how you think, it's encouraging you to use those thoughts to your advantage, to use them in conjunction with your feeling self, your heart-centered awareness, your intuition, so that you can make intelligent, uh, intuitive, informed choices going forward. And so that you're not just going along with whatever shows up out of fear or out of a sense of obligation or a sense of having to live up to some expectation, yours or someone else's, but really being clear about tuning in intuitively in conjunction with using your logic and intellect to make really powerful choices which are going to really direct your way to the future. So it feels like this is the week to start making some decisions, being mindful, being clear about what you want, and being willing to step on the gas. The action card is the Two of Wands. This is the card that says, this is what the, the first three cards are offering you in the way of growth and wisdom. Wands is the suit of manifestation and creation. The magician waves a magic wand and something appears. So it reminds us that we're creators. We are manifestors. This card has come up reversed. The way that I read a reversed card is that it's more about what you're thinking and feeling internally than necessarily what's going on in your external life. And what's interesting about that is that this two of wands is about self-reflection and being in partnership with yourself. A two always indicates some sense of partnership or duality. So, in this card, you're being asked, how are you seeing yourself now? How has everything that we've just talked about helping you to see yourself more clearly and to create a stronger sense of alliance with yourself? Mind, body, soul, spirit, intelligence, intuition, all the aspects of you working in conjunction with each other to create the path ahead rather than just being a reacting and responding machine as we tend to be sometimes when we get into a sort of rut. So it's really asking that you take some time to do some self-reflection Again, to ask yourself what you want, what you 
really feel drawn to for your future. To ask yourself how you can make better choices based on what you're feeling and thinking. Based on what feels like it's in your highest good. Based on what you identify as how you want to feel in your life going forward. How can you become better friends with yourself? How can you treat yourself better? Listen to yourself better. Trust your intuition more. Stop second-guessing yourself as much. Stop trying to talk yourself out of things. Really treating yourself as your own best friend. This is how we really come into an alliance with ourselves. This is how we trust ourselves better. And this is how we really start to forge the way ahead and stop talking ourselves out of something that really is going to give us an opportunity to see what we can really do and who we really are. So everything here feels like it's a pretty powerful time. And it's this sense of, you know, we've been revving our engines, waiting for the right time. Well, here it is. Again, it doesn't have to be a flying leap into some unknown future. It can be just one baby step at a time. At least you're starting some forward momentum there. And really tuning in and asking yourself what's best in every step that you take along the way. Okay, so that's your wisdom for the week ahead. I hope you found that helpful. And in the last episode, I started a a discussion about intuition. And this is based on my program called Raising Your Vibrational Awareness, which identifies five different levels of frequency that we can tune into as humans to help raise our awareness. So in a previous two episodes, I talked about empathy as being the first rung on that ladder. And then last week, we started talking about intuition and how that is knowing something without knowing how you know it. We can get those intuitive hits various times, usually when we're pretty quiet, when we're pretty relaxed. And it can seem that that's a sort of random aspect of awareness. It doesn't often feel like it's something that we can direct. But we can start to use it more mindfully, more deliberately, simply by practicing, listening to it, noticing how it feels when we get a sense of intuition. What does that voice inside of you sound like and feel like? Often people will ask me, what's the difference between my intuitive voice and my thinking mind? How can I tell the difference? Most of the time, the intuitive voice will be fairly quiet. It will just sound like your own voice, like a thought, but it will be urging you towards something. Often, the thinking mind creates fear, and it will often feel like an alarm, something warning you against something, thinking of the worst possible thing that could happen. While the intuition can also guide you away from something, it will more more likely be guiding you towards something else instead. And again, it will feel more like a positive guidance instead of fear. 
So here's an example of how my intuition has helped me. Uh, because your intuition isn't just about other people and situations. It, it can mostly be used for yourself. So one time I was driving about an hour north of where I live on the highway. And I heard a voice in my head that said, stay away from the trucks. It was very clear. You know, if I didn't know better, it would have just felt like a thought, some random thought that popped into my head. But because I've been doing this work for a while, I recognized it as intuition. Now, that could be coming from my higher self, from my guides, angels, from a loved one in spirit. I really don't know and still don't know where that came from, but it was clear enough. Again, I've been doing this work long enough to know, to pay attention and listen to that. So at the time I heard it, I recognized that I was behind a long line of tractor trailers, so I decided to pass them. I passed them safely, got back into the center lane, thought everything was fine, and heard the voice again. And then I recognized that I was behind another tractor trailer. So I eased up on the gas so that I would leave a lot of space between me and this truck. And as I was doing that, I suddenly recognized that there were these little pellets, little black pellets, hitting my windshield. I couldn't figure out what they were. And as I was trying to figure that out, the whole tread of the back tire on this huge truck came off, unwrapped from the wheel, and came flying at my car. But because I had backed off, it hit the road instead of hitting my car. So where did that come from? I really don't know. I don't really know for sure, but I was grateful. I said thank you. And I'm really glad that I listened and paid attention to that and didn't just think that it was a figment of my imagination because it really could have saved me from something serious. So you may have had some experiences like this where you had a very strong urge or even heard a voice in your head or made a decision that didn't seem logical but that felt right. This is your intuition. And the more you trust it, And the more you listen to it, the more strongly you're going to hear it. And it it can become a really powerful guiding force in your life. It doesn't mean that you need to use the intuition and forget about the intellect and logic. It can be more about using them in tandem to make decisions, to trust yourself more, to stop second-guessing yourself, uh, and to really just sit in awe and wonder of this guidance that we can tune into as humans. The different levels of vibrational frequency that exist in the universe that can be helpful to us, that can really help us move through this pretty challenging experience of being human. We need all the help we can get in this experience. And so tuning into your intuition can really help you. So try some little exercises with that. Like I mentioned last time, the exercise with the cell phone, just trying to intuit who it is that's calling you before you look at it. 
uh, set some intentions to strengthen that intuition, to listen to it, try some meditation in whatever form works for you, whether that's a quiet uh, 10 minutes with music playing or a guided meditation or walking in nature. It helps you to turn, tune inward, and that's where you're going to tune into the intuition, inward. It's not something that we regularly cultivate in our in our day-to-day lives, and so it's important that we create the time and space to do that. And I highly recommend that you do. So thanks again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll be back again next week. Take care. Bye.